This is Solar Spotlight, a special edition of Contractor's Corner from Solar Power World. Hi everybody, I'm Billy Lute, Associate Editor of Solar Power World Magazine. One of the most important steps in a residential rooftop solar installation is ensuring mounting points are properly waterproofed. And working specifically on a tile roof can have added waterproofing and installation considerations. So today, we're joined by Johan Alfsen, Senior Director of Training at K2 Systems, to discuss best practices and waterproofing tile rooftop projects, as well as what products K2 carries to make that process simpler. Johan, thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Now, we know this is a concern across every roof type, but what's required to waterproof tile roofs? Um, it's a good question. Um, there's actually a little bit of confusion on this question and answer because different jurisdictions have different requirements based on what's called, I'd say, best practices listed by organizations like the Tile Roofing Institute, also known as TRI. And in these manuals that they write for tile roofing best practices, they state in there that roof penetrations, they're alluding more to vent pipes. Um, and I think they're starting to call out solar mounting systems as well, which some, some debate that solar mounting systems are attachments, some debate that it's a penetration, but by definition, a penetration in a tile roof they say best practices is to waterproof at the underlayment level under the tiles, as well as the top tile level if you're penetrating through the actual tile itself. So the reason why I say it's kind of confusing is because not all AHJs will mandate this. They're okay with just sealant over bolts, which is the bare minimum. Uh, but some installers take it upon themselves to do it the most thorough way, which the most common way is taking three coursing roofing cement or doing what's called three coursing with roofing cement, where they tar in around a metal flashing to flash that in at the underlayment level. And then they add a layer of mesh and another layer of tar. So it's extremely time consuming. And I can understand why some installers don't want to do it or begging for better ways, but not all jurisdictions, like I mentioned, mandate this. So when they don't in certain cities, some installers just don't bother with it and just rely on sealant at the underlayment level. Why is installation different from other roofs such as comp shingle? Tile roofs are a little bit more complicated because they have two waterproofing systems of the roof. Uh, technically, comp shingle roofs have underlayment as, as well underneath the asphalt shingles, but you're not coming anywhere near it. You're penetrating through it, but you're not reinforcing that waterproofing. It's just another layer under the shingles, whereas with tile, there's a big gap between the felt paper underlayment and the tile. So the heart of a tile roofing system is at the underlayment level, whereas comp shingle, as long as you waterproof on the surface level, you're good to go. But tile has a little bit more complexity to it because it has the underlayment that's a little bit more fragile, but also a very important part of the roof. And then you have the top tile level as well. So it can be a little bit 
tough to mount, to waterproof, and just walking on it, it's a little bit more fragile. There's more obstacles. It's not as flat. Uh, you know, it can be kind of tricky to walk around on and pulling tiles. So it's just a little bit more labor involved and mounting becomes a little bit more um, involved as well. What are quote unquote flashless roof attachments? So this is a new trend in the solar industry. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up because the word flashless is actually the wrong word to use that the industry is kind of adopting with these, you know, quote unquote flashless products. And what they're referring to is these comp shingle roof mounting systems are the first ones that came out. Like for example, our splice foot, um, it's a product that doesn't have a metal flashing. It has a butyl flashing. And the reason why I say flashless is kind of the wrong term to use is because these products do have a flashing, but they're in a different form. Some call it a flexible flashing. Some call it like a pad flashing. It just depends on the product. In our case with the splice foot, we use a, a self-sealing butyl that's kind of tacky. So that's referred to as a flexible flashing. So flashing is more of an act of flashing water out. It doesn't necessarily pertain to the material that's used, but the industry is just so used to calling metal flashings flashings, which they are flashings, but the butyl on a product like the splice foot is also a flashing. It's just more of a flexible flashing or a butyl flashing or self-sealing flashing as some call it. So I'm trying to correct that term. Um, I would say there's non-metal flashing and then there's flexible, or sorry, there's there's metal flashing products and non-metal flashings like the, the butyl. So flashless is kind of pertaining to these non-metal flashings, but they still do have flashings on them. So what is the benefit of using butyl versus metal flashings? Um, there's actually some, been some cases to where when you're installing a metal flashing, whether it's, you know, if it's on a, a tile roof, then you have to tar it in and it becomes a little bit labor intensive with three coursing, as I mentioned before. Um, and we have butyl now on hooks that you can install on um, and it's self-sealing and it's much easier. In the case of comp shingle, a metal flashing is designed to be slipped in between the shingle coursing. And in some cases where the shingles are so hot or so baked down, like in really, really hot climates like uh, Las Vegas, I've seen it happen, or in Arizona where it gets over 100 degrees Fahrenheit and the roof just gets so cooked that you can't pry a metal flashing in between the shingles and you end, you end up tearing up the shingles and causing more harm than good. So a, a flexible flashing or a butyl flashing ends up being a better solution because you could stick it right down on top and it self seals itself as you drive the screws through the butyl. So it's just a, an easier install and it's obviously regionally based or installer based really what, what they prefer. So it has a lot of benefits and we do do some videos on the comparison between metal flashings and non-metal flashings. And what products does K2 offer for tile mounting? For tile, uh, we have something new. So we always had tile hooks. Uh, we have all kinds of different tile hook series for the different types of tile, like flat tile or S-tile, W-tile. 
Um, but we recently incorporated the same butyl that's a part of our splice foot. We started incorporating that, what we call it, we call that seal the Ever Seal. Um, that means the product has been tested thoroughly for water, water intrusion and wind-driven rain and submersion tests and heat and thaw. So it's uh, it's getting put onto our tile hook series. And so now we're having tile hooks with butyl. And what that is going to provide is a much easier solution for installers who do want to seal the penetrations into the tile roof, into the underlayment, but not have to bring up big buckets of tar and do three coursing. They can use the butyl that self seals into the roof. So our new hooks will be available with butyl as a part of the ever seal series. Johan, thanks for doing this. Thanks for being here. Yeah, thanks. And thank you guys for the support you guys put out. Great content. I love the technical articles and, and thanks for giving me the time to explain these differences. I'm Billy Luke with Solar Power World.